0: Brought to you by people over at rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. Avalanche drop a third straight game of the season. And that's something we have not said at all. Uh, at least for this season anyway. A 5-2 loss to Vegas. And <clears throat> the, the the way that the Avalanche played was Immensely better than the effort that was uh, given against St. Louis the previous game. Part of it was uh, in that game, like I said, um, after the conclusion of that game, that was all St. Louis's defense. The Avalanche had nothing for that. In this game, uh, the Avalanche played better, but not good enough. And a lot of that has to do with some of the guys they're missing. Um a lot of it had to do with goaltending. Uh, so there there were holes in the avalanche. And, you know, when you're going up against a team like Vegas, they're going to exploit them. So uh, we'll talk about the game. <clears throat> but first things first, follow the show on social media outlets and underscore avalanche on Twitter, Locked on avalanche on Instagram, and send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to lockdownavalanche at gmail.com. Uh, so Coach Bednar made no secret that this was an important game. Uh, you know, this this was an important game for the standings. You, you're big swing game. You're either going down by six points or you're only down by two points uh, in the standings. And, and regardless, they still have a, a game in hand. But when you're down uh, six points and, and the season is winding down, you know, anything can happen, but Vegas is a hot team. That's their 10th win in a row. And, you know, it's two teams. I say going in opposite directions. I don't mean that the Avalanche are out of it. I'm just saying, you know, there's two different streaks going on right here. A 10-game winning streak for Vegas and now a three-game losing streak for, for Colorado. And that's it's very real. Uh, but... If you do look at the two games, like I said, the last two games that they played, uh, this was a much better effort from the Avalanche. But even having the better effort, you don't get a result. And it could not have started any worse for Colorado. As big as this game uh, was, and as big as this game, as Coach Bednar said, uh, that they were going to have to play, 10 seconds into the game, they give up a goal. To William Carlson. 10 seconds in. And then I think maybe a minute after that, they get a penalty. I think it was Ryan Graves. I could be wrong on who that player is. Uh, But they they get a penalty. No. Um, Liam Liam O'Brien. Liam Liam O'Brien with a penalty. And then Belmar with a penalty shortly after that. They had, I think it wasn't a long time, I would say maybe 20 seconds or so of a 5-on-3, but 5-on-3s don't take long to get something set up and and scored on, potentially. But the Avs killed both those penalties. That's not the point. The point is the Avalanche got off to the worst possible start, giving up a goal as quickly as they did, and then two quick penalties... And you're kind of just thinking to yourself, man, this is gonna be, it's gonna be a, a tough one. Uh, but Devon Taves scores to tie it in the first, and that to me was a huge relief. Uh, you know, even if they had gone down one to nothing um, after one, considering the start that you had, uh, I think you you would be kind of okay with that. But you know, and then coming out into the second, the Avs I thought played a very good second period. Uh, they they were everywhere. Nathan McKinnon has been lately taking over games when he wants to, but he's doing it, I think, a little too early. And I get that. You know, you wanna make a statement, you don't want to get too far down, and he's taking over in the first and early second. And then kind of, I I, I don't want to say disappears, but he's not as dominant as he is uh, in the the later stages of the game as he is in the beginning stages of the game. You'd like to see him do it for the full 60 seconds. I mean, that's a a big ask. Someone of his caliber can do it. But there is a difference between how Nathan McKinnon wants to take over game in the beginning and then uh, is his normal self throughout the rest of the game, which none of that is bad. Uh, but it, it was, uh, I thought, a, a second period. And really, in the third period, they played a, a solid game. They had good, uh, sustained possessions. They had really good looks, which was is the total opposite of what we could say against that St. Louis game. Uh things just didn't go in the what was it the Tyson jost had made a really nice two nice plays in a matter of a couple seconds uh one he hit the post and then kind of uh it, as he's skating the puck kind of like got back to him and he tried to do one of the Miko ranton and uh bank it off the goalie things which you know didn't happen but they made plays they had plays and if you look at the the you know the corsi score for this this is heavily weighed towards the avalanche. I mean, they outshot Vegas. The the score looks lopsided in five to two, but you know, Vegas, it's like they, when they had opportunities, uh, they took advantage of them. And in the second, six shots on goal for Vegas in the second. And they scored two goals. And then in the third, nine shots on goal and they got two goals. I mean, we'll get into Devin Dubnik in a second uh, because he was not good. And that kind of sums, sums it up right there. You, I, I thought the Avalanche did a relatively good shot. Now there were some things that they didn't do well in, which penalties is another one. Uh, but I thought this was a, a, a good game. But um, a good game is not going to beat a team like Vegas. A good game might get you to beat, you know, the Ducks or something like that, or the Sharks, you know, disrespect to those teams, but um, the Avalanche clearly are missing guys that a good game will put them much more competitive in a game like this. All right, so we are going to hear from one of our sponsors of the day, then we'll get into uh, kind of the stats and the goaltending it was not good uh but today this episode is brought to you by 1010 capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced limited edition designs at a fair price 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today usually using only diamonds Responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring ideal for engagements, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They are available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced. If you are on the hunt, For the perfect, unique ring, you are definitely going to want to check these out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. All right. um, So Avalanche, like I said, loss 5-2 to over Vegas. They are now six points back in the standings. Uh, All is not lost, but are the Avalanche playing well? Um, it's a little bit up and down and you know you, you kind of want to see some positives even in losses. I think you can definitely take more out of this game than you could that St Louis game. So shots on goal 37 that's a plus. Uh, you won the face off percentages which you know usually split down the middle and it basically is 51 to 49 percent. the avalanche the the well I mean I want to say the one thing that people, rag on the Avalanche for outside of the goaltending uh, until they made some moves for goaltending was being physical. And, uh you know, can they be that physical type of team? They out-hit Vegas, and Vegas can be a physical team. They out-hit Vegas 34-16. to 16. I'm not taking that number and running with it and saying, like, oh, the Avalanche are now a physical team. No, it's just... Vegas was up. They weren't going to do anything stupid. Uh they they had the game in hand, you know, they they 10 seconds into the game, you know, they scored. Although, you know, it did get to 1 to 1, but for most of the most of the game Vegas was in charge, so they're not going to go around throwing their bodies around taking stupid penalties. Um but still 34 hits for the Avalanche team is a ton for them. So, you know, they they Again, that's a stat where you're like, okay, that's a, a good thing. You, you'd you like to see more of that. Um, and when you get a team like the Avalanche that doesn't hit as much as they do, and when they have that many hits, you would expect some dumb penalties. And you definitely got some. I don't really think they were in the hits department. Um, but Nazem Kadri kind of uh, not too smart on a couple of his penalties. And that hurt the, I mean, they, they were, Vegas was one for four on their power plays. Avalanche, 0 oh for 4. And I didn't really realize this. They said it in the broadcast a few times, but the Avalanche have now given up a power play goal in their last six games, I think. I think, was it five going into that game, and then they gave up another one, so that's six in a row. They're nosediving with their penalty kill. It's It just has not been what it, has been for the most of the season. And on the flip side of that, their power play is not... I mean, it's it's doing well. I don't want to say it's not doing well. And I thought last night they had good looks. I can't... You know, the, the the shot selection was was good. Uh Just a part of it was unlucky. Part of it was Marc-Andre Fleury. And what are you going to do? It's kind of like the... Just the way that the game goes sometimes. Now, on the other end, I don't know what was going on with Devin Dubnik, but he just did not look comfortable last night. There was a goal, I want to say, it was the Mark Stone goal. I think it was the second goal Vegas had in the second. It was a, a breakaway for uh, Vegas, two-on-one. Yeah, I think it was... I don't remember. I'm blanking on which one it. it is. It doesn't matter. But um, there was a, a two on one, a basic cross ice pass. And I get it if, you know, Vegas was going to score on that anyway. But the pass was made. And it seemed like Dubnik reacted to the pass and kind of, you know, shifted across the goalie crease after the was in his net I, I i don't know if he just lost track of it or what he did but that was really really ugly and he seemed like he was that way for most of the game. he just looked slow and he looked sluggish um it was one of those games where every save was an event uh I, he, he just didn't look good now I, i'm not gonna say you know this is the you know devin dubnik who you know is not going to perform well in future games. You know, everybody has bad games. This was a bad game for him. Uh, But if it is not glaring that we need guys like Grubauer back and Rantanen back and Donskoy back, this was a, a perfect example of that. And again, not because the Avalanche played poorly, because what they have, the team that they have, that they put out against Vegas last night. Yeah, they can beat San Jose. They can beat Anaheim. They can beat LA. You might even beat Vegas once, maybe twice. Would I expect that team last night to beat Vegas in a playoff series? Uh, It would be a struggle. I don't want to say they couldn't do it. But th- it would be, uh, you know... You would be much more comfortable uh, with the guys that the Avalanche don't have right now having them. And, and that's not a statement that is like an oh-my-gosh statement. Uh, but the team that the Avalanche had last night, it's a struggle. It's a struggle to keep up with a team like Vegas. And you can do it for so long, but you have to be on your game. And there were parts last night where the Avalanche were. And the frustrating thing is when they were on their game... They didn't have anything to show for it. So when they're not on their game for those, you know, there's ups and downs and ebbs and flows to a hockey game. Those times where, you know, the ice is tilted in the Vegas uh, favor, you got to hold on and you got to hold on and and just, you know, not and prevent them from scoring. And the Avs struggle to do that. So that's how games like that go. All right. All right. Let's hear from rockauto.com and BetOnline, and then uh, one last thing that I want to get to before we call it a day. So rockauto.com is a family-run business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or daily driver. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle. Choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car, truck, right locked on, in there, how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you to them? Um, yeah, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. We're also brought to you by betonline.ag. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action with baseball season in full swing, NHL, NBA, anything you want, bet on it at betonline.ag. This week has tons of sports action on the go. This is the NFL draft tonight. Uh, Broncos, how about those Broncos? Nice pickup with Teddy Bridgewater, huh? Uh, but you can bet on the draft. The Kentucky Derby is this weekend. Can't wait for that. Uh, get all the latest news, odds, and info on all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, UFC, and MMA. Before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up. And when you do, you will receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. Online, your online sportsbook experts. And definitely go check out Cody and the On Broncos podcast because uh, he is going to have some things to say about the Denver Broncos, and the Bridgewater acquisition, and what does that do for them in the uh, the draft? They still go quarterback? <clears throat> it's going to be interesting. I love the NFL draft. It's great. All right, so uh, Avalanche with a day off on Thursday. Schedule is, I'm bringing that up right now. Schedule for them is looking... Um, For Friday, they are finally back home, (laughs) and they are playing uh, San Jose. So this could be a game where the Avalanche, you might feel bad for San Jose. At least you should, because the Avalanche have now lost three games in a row, um, and San Jose might be at the brunt of the frustration for the Avalanche. And not only that, they're getting back. They should be. They should be getting back. Miko Rantanen, Jonas Donskoy, and Philip Grubauer. So it is the first of uh, four games against San Jose, and these first two are back-to-back in Colorado. Friday, Saturday, day off Sunday, and then uh, Monday and Wednesday of next week are in San Jose. So, yeah, I think uh, I have... I would think the avalanche are gonna come out and play an absolutely flawless game because they're and they're not going to hold back at all. Four in a row, losing four in a row is something this this team does not even want to think about and it should make them sick to think that they're up against a four game losing streak. So uh, I, I really look forward to a solid, solid game by these guys for multiple reasons for for that reason, ending this losing streak and getting uh, big pieces of the puzzle back. So uh, before we wrap it up, I did want to just quickly say that, uh, you know, this, if you're listening to this, this is episode number 300 of the Locked On Avalanche podcast. And I genuinely enjoy doing this each and every day. And uh, when I reached out to Sean, who runs the uh, NHL side of, Uh, the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, When I sent him an email, it was just kind of blindly sending an email uh, saying, hey, I noticed you guys don't have a Avalanche podcast. I've been podcasting for a while. I'm a big Avalanche fan. If you're interested, let me know. Uh, He got back to me in about 15 minutes and we set up a phone call. And as they say, the rest is history. But even more than that, uh, the people that I've interacted with both on the show and through social media has been, uh, phenomenal. Um, you know, it's so great talking avalanche hockey, uh, with fans and, you know, it's, it's just been a wild ride. So I just wanted to throw out some people that, and if I don't mention you, it's not because I, uh, have forgotten you. Um, it's just, there's a lot of people that I interact with, but obviously Kyle Sullivan, Uh, was one of the first people to reach out to me, uh, sending me an email, wanting to come on the show. And he's been phenomenal to have on multiple times. Um, Alan Kosman, who started the Ryan Graves fan club. Uh, he's amazing. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name. Uh, Feneer? Feneer, um, Amazing tattoo artist, and he's working on an incredible drawing, which I hope to be showing you guys pretty soon, which is great. Uh, Robbie, who joins the Locker Room shows, is fantastic. Uh, My co-host for the Locked On NHL Thursday show, uh, Adam Denker, who also hosts the Locked On Lightning show. Um, Cody, obviously, who hosts the Locked On Broncos show. Um, Eric jensen who makes me laugh maybe more than anybody that i've met with uh it's uh, he he comes on every once in a while uh but he he just cracks me up and i i love his his uh personality and his uh how he gets excited about sports it's great uh the guys over at the rink who have their own podcast which is fantastic uh king dowett who writes for mile high sticking um the list really goes oh and 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 Nikki, the Avs Queen herself. Uh, she was one of the first people to come on the show, too. She's been, she's, she's like Eric. The excitement that she has is like unmatched. So, um, a big thank you to everybody that I listed and we have people that I didn't list. And there's a whole bunch of people on Instagram that I interact with on a daily basis. It's fantastic. And if the Avalanche were a terrible team and in last place um, interacting with these people day in and day out, There's nothing better, so um, I genuinely thank you guys for, you know, from the very first episode, uh, getting this thing going and building it up to what it's been now, which is 300 episodes in. Um, You know, no, no signs of slowing down because this is an exciting team to cover. It's an exciting fan base to interact with and I just want to take a few minutes to thank those people and everybody else and all the people in the Locked On Podcast Network who are incredible to work for. So uh, that's going to be it. I thank you guys for tuning in today uh, and every day. And um, three hundred down, three thousand more to go. Uh, that'll be it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Stay safe. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs. Go.